You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. I said, hey, ladies, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, ladies, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. You're welcome to drink our whiskey and smoke our really fine cigars. One more time, boys. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're gonna smoke a really good cigar and drink a really fine whiskey. It is time for happy hour. It is the Man Cave Happy Hour. We are on the road again, like yes, we, we like are. to do. And we are at the Butter Run Saloon in St. Clair Shores. Yes, I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matt Fox. Oh, my goodness. There are a lot of people here. There are. The Man Cave Happy Hour whiskey, spirits, cigars, and the stories that go along with them. And tonight, it's a it's special all evening. It really is kind of a special evening tonight. Very much so. We have some really special folks with us. Uh, we're talking about uh, three-chord bourbon. Yes, special folks. All uh, three-chord bourbon. And uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Julia, the, our, Julia, our mixologist. Yep, Julia, mixologist. She's going to tell us how we've done everything wrong in our lives so far. <laughs> everything, absolutely everything in our lives so far wrong in our lives. That, and then, that welcome uh, cocktail took us like an hour and a half. It's, and, and with us is uh, Patrick <laughs> from the Michigan Bourbon Club. Hello. What's up, man? All right. How's it going, guys? So, Patrick... Thank you for uh, uh, helping us hook this up and get all these people in here to enjoy Absolutely. the bourbon. Absolutely. I'm glad to help. It's so much fun. Yes. You know, free drinks. You know, what yeah. are you going to do? <laughs> What's the best kind of alcohol? Free. Free alcohol. That is right. That is it. And, uh, you know, we opened it up to 30 people. We got we 26 here. Is there 26 here? Is yeah. that what the bottom So, 26. Yeah. A We're couple like 20 people had, uh, you know, family. Yeah, yeah got to no. babysit the kids. You know, I understand. No, that's but good. They were, I actually talked to several of them today, yeah. and they were so bummed yeah. because they said, I love the butter on. I want to come drink free alcohol. Yeah. And I have to stay home and take care of my kids. But no, so it's, it's a really nice event. So, we, we opened it up because the butter run, uh, we got the special super secret room. Um, and it, it really, the 30 is kind of yeah. maxed here. We're kind of maxed out at 30. Well, yeah, it's so. definitely packed in I, I wish we could. If, and we, if we could have opened up to more, we would have. Because yeah. our, our friends at Three Chord are like been super generous tonight. They would have opened it up to 100 people if we had the room for it. Yeah. And we probably could have filled it up. Yeah. This bourbon is really, really good. This this 107 is my favorite. Oh. The 107. Yeah. 107? Yeah. yeah. We haven't hit it yet. We were... Uh, I haven't tried it yet. I've been trying the 81. I've been yeah. drinking on the 81 for a little while. It is, that's a really smooth drink. It's oh, yeah. really good. I mean, for a bourbon company or a, a distiller that not a lot of people know about, you, and I'm not being mean that. here, but you expect bad things. Yeah. I mean, you say, oh, it's just another random distillery. It's just whatever. But then I drank it, and it changed my mind. It's really, really good. They found some nice juices to blend together they to did. make this. 
And so that's Matt and I, you know, you know us. We're we're novices. I have the, no idea what I'm talking about. You're the time, pro. So. so we're gonna we're gonna hope that you can kinda put Brian's feet to the fire. And, and find out what kind of juices they're putting together to make this, which is which is quite pleasing. Because you're a snob, Patrick. <laughs> a little he's bit, a, maybe. I mean, a, a, I wouldn't say I'm a snob. I just like a, you're a lot of bourbon. You, uh, I'm a connoisseur you, for sure. You've yeah. been you've been deep into you've been, it. You've been doing barrels. Right? Yep. Correct. Yeah. So you know a lot more than I do. You know what Absolutely. a stave is, right? I do know what a stave is. How many staves have you smelled in your lifetime? What's that? <laughs> How many staves have I smoked in my life? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Did I say that? Like, no, I said We were just talking about Snoop Dogg. So, so we were able to pull Brian into the table. He's here with us hey, Brian. to talk. Thank right. you. Hey, guys. Uh, this is uh, a nice party. Thank you for yeah. facilitating this. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, guys. Uh, this, this is awesome. You know, and this is literally... Like Patrick and I were talking a little bit, you know, we were talking to you guys. I, yeah. I, every time I tell people that I moved here from Malibu. Crazy. I didn't know you the, moved here. Yeah. yeah you're, well, I still, I'm still like, I'm in New Jersey, New York, sure. California, right. but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you're, I love you're, it here. You're, you're, you're staying on the East Coast. What's that? You're staying on the East Coast, not yes. the West Coast. Right. Yeah. Well, That's I, why I'll, you lost your tan. I'll so. still, yeah, well, I never had a tan. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh. I, uh, I, you know, I still, so I still have to get, I mean, right now we're, we're sold in um, California, New York, New Jersey, and Michigan. Okay. But Michigan is our home. We're a Michigan-based business. Love it. And this is where, this is where, you know, we do our thing. Where are you and guys is, located in Michigan? In Jackson. In Jackson? in Jackson. Okay. Yeah. Not at the prison, I hope. Yeah, no. no. no okay. That's the other thing. Really it could says. be. You could put them to work. Yeah. I mean, you never know. That's you know what? I'm do coming. not pick up hitchhikers. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. There's signs everywhere. If yeah. I was a prisoner, I would run towards your facility. <laughs> I smell corn. I smell uh. bourbon. <laughs> I prefer it. Never mind. <laughs> well, listen, Patrick, if you get in trouble and you have to hitchhike, I will pick you up <laughs> and you. I'll still, and I'll put you in bourbon. So, I appreciate it. You're all set, man. Thank you. So, Brian. I have to say this first. Yeah, go, go. I, when I tell people uh, from Michigan, yes, uh, it, it's always the same response. It's like, well, you, okay, you moved here from Malibu, and I'm like, yes, I did. And then the second thing is, they will say, well, where, you know, where, where do you distill? And I say Jackson, and almost universally, they'll say, why? <laughs> and, then, and then the second thing they say is, are you? Are you are you involved with the prison? And but are I, you using wow. prison labor? Are you? But, uh, yeah, no. Are you no. like Walmart and using <laughs> that damn prison labor? <laughs> we're not. Unless there's some talent bitch, there that you know doing? of. Or, you know, where it's it's bourbon, so there's no judgment. That's it, right? right. Um, but but I gotta tell you, you know, one of the things that I really love about Michigan, it doesn't matter where it is, is that um, if if you because I. When I grew up in Pittsburgh, yes. Pittsburgh was hit really hard in, with the steel industry, oh, yeah. right? Yes. And so, so you had to look at that, and uh, you know the neighborhood that I was from, uh, my roommates in college, everything around. You know, there, 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 there was this belief that industry was always going to last, and jobs were always going to last. And so, you, you know, it, it, you have to you have to look at things, and you have to you know, in some cases, pivot. Right. Uh, Certain cities, it takes longer to do that. But I mean, if you look at, you know, all of the issues that Michigan had and, and has had, and, and mayoral regimes in Detroit, and you know, things like that, and look at where it is now. There, there's no, I don't know that there's, you know, I see T-shirts, Detroit versus everybody. I don't know if there's any other area in the country, and I travel everywhere that has the resolve and the. Uh, 
the revival here, if the rest of the country doesn't know, is amazing. It, it really is. Amazing. And I'm proud to be a, a small part of that. There's Detroit a lot of, is amazing. There is yeah. a lot yeah. of determination. We love Detroit. To come back and come back 1,000% better than what we were before. Detroit yeah. has a They're bad really, name, and it's it's terrible the way people talk about Detroit. And yeah. My wife and I, my friends and I, we always try and preach. We Not preach, that's a bad word. But we always try and tell people how amazing Detroit is from what it used to be because I moved up here from Ohio. Go Buckeyes. And, uh, oh, no. In like 90, half our listeners, in 97, 98, I moved up here to go to college. And when in 98, Detroit was not a good place to be. Yeah. You know, even then. So I can't imagine it in the late 80s and the early 90s. I bet yeah. it was just but crazy. Uh, but yeah, Detroit was resilient. Yeah. Yeah, crazy always, how always much it's turned around. Yeah, so Absolutely. so resilient. Yeah, and I love Detroit, and I've been here about Thanks, twenty years now. My wife grew up here, and we love Detroit. We always promote Detroit. We want to be about Detroit. We want to tell people about. Detroit. You went to Seattle a few months yeah. back. I did, and you saw Pearl Jam. I did, right? Yeah. Oh no, that's you were wearing. I love Pearl Jam. <laughs> Wrong one. So you were that's wearing your Detroit gear. Oh yeah, I was wearing my and Tigers gear. How many gear. folks came up to you and like? I love Detroit. Uh, a lot of people. Right. A lot of people. Yeah. And then a lot of people came up and they said, you know, <laughs> screw the Tigers, you know, because, you know, out there, yeah, Seattle, yeah, 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 yeah. it's the same division. So. Like, same thing. I, I have friends that are all over the country, all over the My wife the and I love going to yeah. concerts, and if, especially if we go to a baseball field, like we went to Chicago, Wrigley Field. I wore my Tigers jersey. We went to Seattle, a Safeco Field. I wore my Tigers jersey. We right. went to Boston. It's all Pearl Jam. I wore my Tigers jersey. And everybody is either... I get a reaction. It's either, yeah, go Detroit, or... So, but Brian, how does a guitar player and a promo guy with a 310 area code (laughs) end up living and barreling in Jackson, Michigan? How does that that come about? Because you're still rocking the 310 on the phone. Yes, I am. I'll give out the rest of the digits if you don't answer this right. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to tie everything we just talked about in together. So uh, my background and when, so so there's three founders of our company. It's myself, Neil Giraldo, and Wendy. So Neil Giraldo, for your listeners who don't know, uh, very successful musician, writer, uh, uh, producer, screenwriter, and his wife is uh, Pat Benatar. And, Love is uh, a battlefield. Yeah, and, and Neil, <laughs> Neil always is, man. And, and, but Neil has... Neil has, um, what a lot of people don't realize is that Neil, even when I first met him, which was about 20 years ago, um, one of the most uh, probably underrated guitar players ever. And so, and musicians know that. And so, uh, and even, and even you know, uh, uh, his wife Patricia, it's like that, that sound, there, there was a sound that he created. So if you listen to interviews that he talks about, you know, it's uh, recognizing songs immediately. It's, uh, it, 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 it's, it's, my wife forcing. is really good at that. It's, what's that? She can recognize a song immediately. My wife. Right. And, and so, well, but, but, but there, there's a whole structure to that. Right. Yeah. And, um, and so he, so Neil is, is, is to bring this conversation back is yeah, yeah. from originally from Ohio. So we had worked on a number of projects together. And so he had an idea of creating a documentary 
about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland, right? Yeah, but yeah, nobody right. really knows why. <laughs> so he had an idea about doing a documentary that sort of celebrated Cleveland and artists who came from Cleveland, many of whom were really, really good, never got their due. You know, do some interviews, do some jam, bring in some of the people who were successful from there and left. Uh, Chrissy Hine, Eric Carmen from the Raspberries. Uh, you know, the Dead Boys came from Cleveland. A lot of, yeah. lot of great stuff. Um, there's a, a, a guy there, uh, uh, John Gordon, who was a, uh, uh, who was a uh, program director and broke a lot of bands. Rush, Boston, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Wow. Uh, you know, so, so, so many things. So we had this idea of, Neil had the idea, and I said, I kept pestering him. Right, I'm like, Spider, Spider's his nickname. I said, Spider, let's let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And uh, finally he said, hey, we're doing this thing at the Hall of Fame. So we met in Cleveland. Um, we talked about doing the documentary. And uh, I said, we're sipping bourbon. Yep. You know, full disclosure, as I said earlier. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. myself, Neil, Wendy, and... and the best and, ideas and, come when you drink bourbon. Yes, yeah. And, and his wife, Patricia, and... Uh, I said, I think we could get a spirit sponsor. That'd be pretty cool because, mm -hmm. you know, he had the idea of doing this noir-style documentary. It's going to be awesome. So we went to, like, places where he played back in the day, back in uh, Cleveland, oh, and, and, they're, and they're no longer there. But the factory's yeah. in the background, yeah. you know, and it was like, this is going to be so fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. I can say fucking, right? It's oh, a, absolutely. It's a podcast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, yeah. Then it's the man cave, so. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I, yeah. So, so... So, you know, we're talking about this, and, and, and I really, um, it was just a great idea. I, I love giving due to, uh, you can always learn from, from people, and there are a lot of, I, I guarantee you, you could throw a stone a mile in each direction from this place right here in St. Clair Shores, you're going to find a musician who is amazing. Oh my God. And, right. and, and so we wanted to give due, give a voice to those kinds of folks. So anyway, so we're talking about the creator behind this. And then, um, you know, I said it'd be great to have a spirit sponsor. And we're sipping and we're sipping. And, and Neil goes, uh, what if we created our own spirits company? Hey, now. Yeah. See, that's, yeah. The, that's the spirits talking right there. It was the spirits yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we all sitting around not. drinking like, let's. Yeah. Make our own bourbon. Yeah, I got a great idea. Yeah, a great idea. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but the only the only time you know if it's a great idea is if you wake up in the morning uh, and you still want to do still it. Still sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, he, but but a couple of things that he said that, that were that were interesting. And one is that he started playing professionally at a very young, well, actually started playing at a very young age. You know, uh, around the Cleveland area. And he said, you know, he'd always notice a bottle shaking on an amplifier. And wondered if that, you know, does that change the molecular construction of the liquid from the beginning of concert to the end? Three chord, okay. Right. Well, three chord is is. I'll explain that. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. My yeah. So he saw it shaking on the amplifier, and he's like, "Huh? Yeah. Does, I wonder does, if that's does, stirring it up for right, me does, or what? Does, does, does that change? Tyrannosaurus walking around here? Yeah. All right. So so. Anyway, so so we're talking about doing this, and um, you know, I asked him, "Do you know anything about bourbon?" And Wendy, our you know, our partner, do you guys know anything about bourbon? No. You know anything about spirits? No. Uh, but we launched a lot of brands using entertainment and music. Sure. And we're very successful at that. And I actually spoke, an advertising agency hired me, one of the largest, J. Walter Thompson, uh, hired me to go around and talk to people about using music as uh, sort of the confluence of cultures. So we, we had a lot of success launching brands using entertainment and music. So that was our background. Neil's a creative, brilliant guy. And, uh, and we thought, okay, can we do this? Can we create a bourbon and finish it, come up with a new process, finish it with sound, frequency, or music, and right. prove that it worked? 
So we talked to, actually, Wendy, our partner, talked to about 50 distillers across the country. Wow. Um, everyone said they could do it, and um, but we didn't have the confidence because we wanted to have quality control. So what was it? What is the, who is the, is it, is it a unique thing for you guys here in Jackson, or was this somebody you found that you've, you've partnered with? No, somebody that we found and partnered with. Okay, so, so what what made them stand out from the other like fifty distillers? The, from like seriously, you could still be in California, dude. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We you just know, suffered some negative twenty degrees here in Michigan. Yeah, what the hell were you thinking? All right, so all right. What let's, made let's them, ease what up made on that. Stand let's, out. <laughs> no, it's a great question, James. And and, and um, to be honest with you, it's confidence. Like okay. I shared with you guys before we got on the air, I I don't I I about. Three or four years ago, I finally learned what I don't know. Okay. And so when you know what you don't know, uh, it makes it easier. Uh, and um, and, I, and I, I had an epiphany. I lost a couple friends. I made some changes in my life that were positive. And, um, and it was like, you know, this is an opportunity to maybe try something and put together a team where everybody has knowledge in a certain area, right? So, uh, for, so our investment partners came from retail. Uh, they're in Buffalo, right? So they're uh, Midwestern people. Neil's a, a Cleveland guy. Uh, Wendy's a Detroit girl. I'm a Pittsburgh guy. And I know that might not sound important. It's very East Coast. Very yeah, yeah and it, and it's, but it's very, you came from Ohio, Patrick. You guys are from here. There, there's a certain ethic here. And I know it's a stereotype, but it's a positive stereotype. We work hard. And we I sure wanted do. to put, and I wanted to put together a team of people who had knowledge, and and there wasn't any of this, you know, superfluous. Well, we can do this, we can do this, but we're not going to put it on paper. The guy that we found here, Ari, uh, had already been very successful, and it, his notes were meticulous in terms of matching our taste profile because we did not know if this was going to be able to be successful. So uh, Ari and John are, you know, our partners in Jackson and putting this together. We, we know, we set on this journey. We had a very specific taste profile, mm -hmm. but the direct answer to the question is he could prove it. Okay. And um, we wanted to make sure that as we grow, the bottles that you guys like, that our customers like, are going to be consistent across the board. Wow. And that was the biggest thing. Okay. You know, and just everybody got along. You know, you want to have a when you're a startup, and that's what we are. You know, you want to have a team, and everybody has their own, you know, sort of uh, expertise, yeah. and and is is hardworking, you know, because so, we, we we want this kind of response. So it was really you and Wendy, and then and Neil, Neil, and yep. then you found Ari. Yep. Um, and then there's a few other people involved in it, so you have this team together, and you're putting out what is is a pretty darn nice uh, a bourbon, uh, the, the 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 81. Patrick, what was your impression of the 81 as a connoisseur? The 81, I felt uh, it was light. You know, 81 proof is not a very pungent. So it's a, it was a very easy drinker. Uh, there were no, in my opinion, very off. There were no off-putting flavors. Uh, I got a lot of maple. That's why my friend uh, Brent, who was sitting next yep. to you, asked if they were Asian maple barrels because we were surprised at how much sugary maple we tasted uh, in the 81, especially. Um, the 107 doesn't have as much of the maple in it, but I think that's a good thing. I, I myself personally, I like higher proof. Yep. Uh, 107 to 130 is my range of Open choice. flamethrower yeah. kind of yeah. proof. Yeah. I mean, if you're in the 140s, I'm even more of a fan. So I like fire. Uh, yeah. But when I like it when it doesn't taste like fire. And this 107, there that's are it. several 
brands that offer a 107, and some of them taste like fire. This doesn't taste like yeah. fire. And this yeah. is a good starter for yeah. an evening. You don't it want to start. A great drink. It's a great starter Thank for you. an evening. Thank you. You don't want to start so hot where where you can't go anywhere else. This is where you want to start. So yeah. who's yeah. driving? Who's driving the bus? On the flavor is yeah. Neil saying. Yeah, what I want to know is because who's you know, and it, also it, who's blending. Are we? Are we? Is this his is this picture that that you and Wendy and the rest of the team are, are bringing to life? Is yeah. that how that's working? Yeah, we because it's, it's worked well for us. So um, you know, we we so to give you a little bit more of the story, we when we were putting this team together, um, b- before anyone before I bring anyone to Neil, uh, we, we 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 sort of vet. Right, because they're on tour and you know and everything else. So we talked to these people, and and Wendy was an expert at doing this. We we whittled things down, uh, a lot of it based on personality and knowledge. And then you know you have one phone call, people say one thing. You have another phone call, they say another, and it's like that's gonna that's gonna show up on the shelves. You know, that's gonna show up for folks like you. And it's like one bottle tastes like this, the other bottle tastes like that. We we didn't, you know, we don't, we're not gonna have that. So um, so Neil has a. a I'm a wine guy. I love red wine. You know, I, I just well, do. You're from Cali. Yeah. yeah. Well, California has a lot of good red wine. A lot of great red wines. But, you know, one of the interesting things is that in, in blending, the French call it élevage, right? So it's like people assume that when wines are made, it's all about, and it is, it's about the terroir and it's about, you know, that sort of thing. But when you put together uh, a Grenache, Syrah, Mavedra, or you put together blends like that, there's so much that goes into it. It's the cooperage of the barrel. It's the, it's everything. What's cooperage? You just said the word cooperage. The, the actual, the, the construction that's of the barrel. Okay, so that's, that's, that's where the they first make time the I've barrel. heard the word cooperage. Right. So. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so again, that's good. We're novices. We that's what I'm we a do novice this. too. So yeah. Thank you. That's what we. That's why we do the man cave. It's because we're we're novices. We want to learn. So yeah. cooperage. That's the first time in what 19, this is our nineteenth show yep. that I've heard the word cooperage. Yeah, and so. it's it, it, it's well, everything. No, Tony and I talked about a cooperage. Dude, he was, he yeah. was just see. Uh, I wasn't listening. I was too busy drinking. Yeah. It's the first time he remembers. Yeah. He yeah. The cooperage is where the barrels are made and usually fired. He hasn't yes, even tasted the 107 yet. We I haven't got to the 107 yet. Here. We haven't tasted oh, them yet. Yeah, we haven't. We're gonna we're gonna get there when we when we okay. get to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, but to get back to Patrick, what Patrick is talking about with the maple, yeah, please, well, is um, uh, you know, that's one of the things when it, with the question about the team and everything is that I, I have to rely on uh, Ari and his team and putting this together. So Ari Sussman and John Berker are people. Ari's done some great stuff. But the, the, the charring of the barrel, Cooperage, um, and the sourcing of where we get the liquid <laughs> is just everything. And I wouldn't, you know, I, I you know, again, I, I don't know. We just know where we want to get to. Who is the uh, blender? Who is the master distiller? Ari is, Ari. Our, is our master distiller. Okay. Are you guys making... Jackson, Michigan guy? He's a Jackson, uh, Michigan. Ann Arbor, guy? and he's Ann Arbor? done. Yeah, he's done other distilleries. Is he from Michigan State? Is he the one? He's, you... Yeah, he was involved at the very beginning of the spirits incubator at Michigan State. Okay, does is he? Do you guys know uh, Justin? Um, man, I'm blanking on his last name, but he's the master distiller at Valentine Distillery. Do you guys talk to Justin at all? I haven't. But he was one of the Ari first has. graduates of the Michigan State Distillery so, Program. So those guys probably would know. They each probably know so each other really things, well. Yeah. So many. It's, it's interesting that and Justin so makes many things lead back to that incubator yeah. at Michigan State. Uh, we were at there's a there's a one out in Lansing. There's one in downtown Detroit. We're not going to name other people right now, but 
but and they and they've all like have done and people from around the country come to Michigan State to use that incubator. It's a big, it's a big, that's correct. It's a big That's what you guys did, but in doing so, you found Ari. And and so now you got a home in Jackson. What was he doing before he came with you? He's done other distilleries. He did Ann Arbor Distilling. He did um, actually he did. If you guys ever tried this, I don't even know if it's in Michigan. Have you ever had tried Dad's Hat? I'm sorry, what? Dad's Hat whiskey. Oh, right, so Ari did that. It was the whiskey of the year. They're in Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, but I want to say it was the 2014 or 2015 whiskey of the year. Just. Just phenomenal, you know. And again, it's the it's the meticulous attention to detail. You know. Yeah, yeah. When I'm in Pennsylvania again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we roadshow. But yeah, but Ari's kind of the master behind, or he's kind he's kind of the brains behind the flavors of the '81. He well, Neil. I got to tell you, so we all taste as a team. Yes. But but Neil has a specific taste profile that we all share. But he also has a you know he's got a good palate. Um, I don't. I can't. I'm not as good as you guys are at separating taste. I just know what I like, and I and I'm not good at. You and I are in the same boat. I know. Yeah. What, that's, I know that's what I like. As well. yeah. 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 So that's why you know because that's, that's why I, I love pulling Patrick. Trying to evolve it. Trying yeah, to evolve my too. palate. Yeah. Yeah. It's at the same time. You listen yeah. to some of these other whiskey podcasts and things. It's like, and there's there's shoe leather and pencil shavings, and it's yes. like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. I'm getting better and better at that. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you picked up. You picked up what other people pick up. Yeah. You know. And, and I, I pick, you know, for, for me, I'm like, I, I, I like it or I don't like it, yeah. you know. And, and that's and what it, it comes down to. Like, yeah. a lot of people, um, I'm not very good at it. I'm getting better at picking out individual flavors. But a lot of people can pick out seven different flavors. Right, but right. what it all breaks down to is, do you like it yeah. Yeah. or do you not like it? Yeah. And, and yeah. That's, where, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I, I like so, it or I don't. So you know? the perfect scene, did you guys, oh, I don't know if you guys saw Sideways. Little uh, bit. Yeah, the, 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 the wine the, movie. Uh, wine, yeah, the wine movie. Right, the wine yeah, movie. The wine movie yeah. So, so they're about to taste, and Miles is going on and on about you know it's got this you know soisson of you know cheese and pen, you know he's talking about all these things, and the, and 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 Jack, his guy, you know, he, he keeps wanting to drink, and then Miles <laughs> is giving another tasting note, and he goes like, "Can we drink now?" You know, because he, he's he's getting all these tasting notes. I, I just. I can't do that. Yeah, like, right, right. I always just want to drink. Like, we're sitting around talking about it. It's like, well, how about we just drink it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can now, I drink it yet? I can how pick up, uh, to, to your point, I can pick up, like, the flavor notes, but I, I can't go that deep with, like, 1% of charcoal. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, we, have a, we have one of the guys on our team is a great guy, uh, Tony. He's like, oh, this has hints of white cake. I, I don't know. What? I don't know if it does. I, 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 but I don't even know what white cake is. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> Is that like vanilla cake? But it sounds good, you know. It sounds damn good. Yeah, it sounds good. You know, if I went around here, everyone might have a different opinion, and and that's great. I just want people to enjoy their life. I want them to sip. You know, we're not the place that you go out and and get hammered. We we want people to enjoy what we're doing. Um, You know, as as I said here, you know, we 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 give back. You know, uh, charity is really important to us. And we, we don't we, we want a sipping bourbon that people can enjoy, drink responsibly, right. savor the moment with friends and family because it's a short one. Yeah. And we wanted to create a product that is just um, 
You know, sort of, sort of, to be honest with you, three chords of basses of the blues. It's a one, four, five progression on guitar. And if you and think... so as the barrels are aging, right, you have these Ozark barrels. Yep. You chart them. You blended it. You put it in these barrels. Um, they're asleep for for the the regular for the eighty one. How long are they asleep for the eighty one? So we so we bring those barrels in yeah. and do the blend, yeah. and then we hit it with a frequency in that new Ozark barrel. Right, right. And that, how long? That doesn't take long at all. Okay. Um, so it, that's a it's, shorter life. It's in a shorter there. life because what it does is it uh, it. We, you know, we call it rhythmic disruption. Yeah, so the yeah. idea of it is it hits the barrel. And what we learned is that the charring, the filtration, and the water is just as important as the sound. So it's really, it's it's a blend, okay? Uh -huh. So when we hit it, it releases more vanillin from the wood. After that happens, then it gets bottled, and that's what sort of, that's why we call it perfectly tuned taste. Okay. okay. And we try different frequencies. You know, the, so, is there a particular song that is playing? Is there no, a particular set a, of music frequencies? It's a frequency. Ah, oh, yeah, so what, what, what does that frequency taste like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, 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 I want to taste Stairway to Heaven. You're a synesthesia, exactly. Fago's machine, which is very cool, by the way. It's like synesthesia, right, right, right. But I love it. So, yeah, that's just amazing. So, Metallica is doing the same sort of thing. They have blackened. That's you know, correct. Um, and then they're, they, they, they've actually just bought a still from somebody in Kentucky, I think, and are taking it out to L.A. to, to, to do their own distilling out there. Yeah. But uh, they pump their own music at it. So I didn't know if it was, like, you know, some, like, cool, you know, lead belly, lead foot, something or other playing blues playing at it but so it's just a frequency being, being blasted at these yeah yeah not a particular and, song no and because you know, that'd be cool if you could download the, the soundtrack for your bottle right. yeah, yeah you could play it while you're drinking here you yeah. go little yeah. added value download the soundtrack for your bottle people yeah. don't know selling that shit well you know and Metallica is doing something similar to that so, yeah. so their, their distiller and you probably know him Patrick or maybe you guys have talked about him Dave Pickerel um, was a guy that he's a legend, you know, in the business. And our guy Anthony uh, DeYoung had talked to him the, the Sunday before he passed away. So he, you know, he passed away about a month or so ago. And uh, and and Anthony asked him, you know, what would you like to be your legacy? You know, and he's been involved with enormous brands. And he said, you know, I, I believe that blending isn't getting its due, and it's an art form. And and it's not easy to do, and it's sort of the intersection between art and science. Well, you know what? I mean, to call people out on their shit right now, so many of the big distillers, they're out of juice. Yeah. And then what they're doing is they're blending stuff. I mean, right now, call, call people out on their, on their shit. I mean, a lot of people are blending things to be able to have products to put out. Yeah, well, the big bourbon boom crushed every distillery yeah and uh what they have left is not enough to supply single barrel so there, bourbon is, it is so right. now they're blending yeah. i mean even when uh we went with the wine garden to uh pick a barrel from maker's mark yeah we did a blend i have one, I have one of them yeah. blended our barrel oh you know? really yep wow okay so uh, hmm. a lot of people are doing it i mean uh there are less and less age statements Yep. on bottles these days right? because of that fact that everybody's out. There's no more 12-year-old, 15-year-old stuff anymore. Oh, right. Enough to create a product that people can drink. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, unless you're sourcing it from someone like MGP or um, I forget the other one in Illinois and a couple other places that have barrels sitting there, which is probably similar to where you guys are sourcing from. 
Yeah. You know, there's so, not I mean, a lot of people. Lending's not a bad thing because it's really what's being done. Oh, no. And it is an art form. Yep. I mean, you know, to yeah. call people out on their crap, you know, it's it's like it's, it's what's being done. All right, so we've moved from the 81, right, is where you guys started. Yep. And you had that, and you're like, hey, let's do something a little up from there, right? What was the what was the idea with the 12-year? Because um, I'm about to grab that. I, I, I will tell you exactly. It's Patrick. It, 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 uh, because I, I, I will tell you this. When when we did our first tasting, um, so uh, Nolan, Nolan Finley from the Detroit News is a bourbon guy, and Steve Henderson, they also have a bourbon club. And we were talking to people, and again, I'm learning from people like you know people like you because I, I just wasn't a bourbon drinker. And a lot of people that we talked to said, "Wow, this is really smooth, very approachable. Doesn't have enough oomph. Doesn't have enough, you know." I agree. They like yeah. the fire. And, like, and, and yeah. bourbon drinkers. I like hot. And there's yeah. like tonight. There's probably like six, seven ladies here. We invited thirty people. There's probably uh, all right, three. All right, but uh, <laughs> yeah. full five. disclosure, there's yeah, five. Yeah. All right, well, Julia counts for four. Six, right. five, six. I don't know. What you know no, and that's not a bad percentage. I mean, but and the ladies, and the ladies are liking the stronger stuff as well. So it's not, you know, people are looking for a bit more flavor, a bit more bite. The people that are aficionados. Are, are looking for a little higher stuff, and so is that what kind of helped you along to go with the twelve year? Or? Yeah, and, and you know, but again, it gets it gets back to uh, taste profile, right? So we wanted to we wanted to get that burn so that we could accommodate accommodate the guys. Right. And I don't want to say burn; I want to say more of a hug, right? Because even with our one hundred and seven, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get a hug from him later. All right, never mind. I'm going to, by the way. But yeah. all right, <laughs> prepare yourself for it. Yeah. All right. Exactly. What did I just so miss? Hug. All right. What did I just miss? The bourbon is hugging you. Oh, okay. And I am going. Yeah, you got to gotta hug keep up. Are you gonna hug him later? And I'm gonna pass it on to Brian. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So the bourbon all right, so community is very lovely. Not a bite, but a hug. So it's yeah. not. Yeah. A hug. So, so it's not because like we, we were it's hearing a lot of their, yeah. Right. Exactly. Because we wanted to. See, I don't, my, my taste profile, to be honest with you, is more towards the 81. Um, but we wanted, we wanted to be able to stick to our profile, still use our process, right, the perfectly tuned process, but give, but give a hug that didn't, you know, with, with some bourbons, you drink it on Saturday, you taste it on Monday. We didn't want that, you know. The other thing is, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, Wendy, uh, one of our founders, is also working on creating a chapter of the Bourbon Women Club. There's only five of them in the country. Wow. Because bourbon is, for women, it's, uh, we're women are responsible for more than 30% of the market right now. Absolutely. That's a, that's a big, that's a big chunk. There are so many women master distillers right now. It's. Oh, and, and as distillers, absolutely. Yep. Uh, yeah. Pam, uh, I forget her last name. Uh, she is the Michter's master distiller. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The new uh, Castle and Key. Wow. Uh, bourbon is a woman master distiller. Um, they are doing, I mean, amazing. And they say that women can taste much more than I would imagine. Their, 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 their palates would their be palates more are much more refined yeah. for flavors. Refined, good work. So, uh, I mean, I can vouch that I, I, I've been a Michter's fan for a long time, and yeah. Pam has done an amazing job with what they're doing. So, I wholeheartedly believe in whoever is best. Let them do it, and she is really, really good at what she does. So, you know, it's it's crazy. Yeah. So our twelve year has more of a hug, and uh, that was intentional. Right? Yes, with the higher yeah. proof. Well, and all, yeah, with the higher proof, there's only so much you can do. You sure. know, but we wanted to smooth it out. You know, and I think that uh, Ari and John's our other partner. 
uh, John Burka, and I, you know, you know, I think the process and uh, the diligence to do that, so that we were able to. What we wanted to do is, is sort of be the convergence of a couple of different um, uh, taste preferences, yeah. right? So you get the hug, but you still get a smoothness, still pull some of the maple, the caramel, the vanilla. You know, the white cake, if you listen to, you know, our guy, Citrus, you know, he picks up notes of this and that. I don't know, but I I, I, I just can't do that. But but the idea of that convergence is what we wanted, you know. And, we, and we've gotten some great, Mark uh, Gillespie from Whiskey Cast gave us 94 points for this. And, um, you know, we're, 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 we're off to a good start. I just want, at the end of the day, I sell bourbon. Yeah. And I uh, and I said it earlier on the show, you know, it, it's this is a short one, you know, no matter what, no matter how long, how long you live. And I, we really seriously believe that you listen to music, you get together like this, you get together with friends, you meet new people, um, you you enjoy, you know, hopefully you enjoy our bourbon, you yeah. know, and uh, that's what we wanted to do. This, the, the twelve year is just. It, it, for me, when I when I when I when I when I, when I, when I knows it, it, it's got that it's got a feeling of I know I'm gonna feel bourbon, yeah, but I don't know what the t- the bite's gonna be like. And then when you get when you get to that bite, in the back of your throat, you're like, okay, I can do that again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do it again, but I'm gonna do it responsibly. Yeah, it's just a, it's a very smooth. It's a it's a very nice warm feeling. Uh, yeah. for me, it really is. So, what's the mash bill on what's on the on the twelve year blend? So that one's eighty four eight and eight. So that's uh, you're getting a lot of corn. A lot there. of corn. That's yeah, where the sweetness comes from. Corn. Yeah, exactly. Do you yeah. guys is there, have? Is there rye in here? Is there some eight percent and then eight percent malted barley? Are you guys going to start distilling? We are. Yeah, it's further down the road. So our plan is, um, you know, currently we're uh, in Jackson. As we continue to grow and add additional expressions, we're looking at w- with our team at a couple of other, you know, opportunities so that we can do that. We can do the grains to glass. Do you guys have a still yet or no? Uh, no, not no yet. No still? Yeah. So How many barrels do you have on hand? Per- uh, it, it all depends at any one time. Yeah. Um, you know, we, so when we, when we source from these areas, we bring up the totes. Um, or or the barrels, and then we you know we move it over. I can tell you that we do about fifteen. We have the capacity to do about fifteen hundred bottles a week. Okay, are the barrels stored in temperature control, or are they out like in a rickhouse? No, totally temperature control. Temperature control. That's part of what we wanted to do was be able to do the QC to do the quality control. Okay, you know, and and especially here, you know. One thing I do know, I can say, and talk, talking about temperature, our bourbon goes really well with a 22 degree below zero day, and I never ever wanted to make that statement. No, anywhere. nobody did. No, yeah. Nobody did. Yeah. yeah, we've had some cold ones that had survived yeah. the car. Yes, day. excellent. Yes. And then it was like 55 degrees. Yeah. Yes, it was 55 and then degrees. We're yeah. water skiing the next day, so it's crazy, <laughs> insane. Yeah. Um, I, That's I good wanna... though. Cheers to Michigan. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And, and by the way, Patrick, I I, I couldn't. My partner, Neil Spider, would not let this go. Um, we went last year, not this past season, but the season before. He's from Cleveland, so he is a diehard Buckeye fan. So, go Buckeyes. Yeah, so I just... There goes the other half. <laughs> I have no argument. You know, he and I with the Steelers and the Browns, I have an argument that's not even close. But the Michigan-Ohio State argument, as of now, is not close either. So, Well, I'm from just north of Cincinnati, so I'm not a Cleveland fan. I'm... I'm a Bengals fan. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I'm All a of a sudden, you got serious. I'm a Bengals fan. 
a Bengals and a Bengals fan. Oh, Bengals Cincinnati fan. Bengals, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati Reds, and we've sucked for a long time. So I'm used. To, I, it's kind of like I just blended in with the Detroit people like, because oh. all their teams suck. Hey. So you know, it just worked out well. Recently. Go Tigers and go Lions, just like go Reds and go Bengals. Absolutely. Recently, 15 years is a bloody thing. I'm old, is what that means. But. No, 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 no. I love the T-shirt. You know, we noticed uh, like the first year I was here. Actually, the first time I, I I saw the place was at Two James, and we met those guys and uh, great guys, and they, and they, every, everyone here has been so supportive of each other. But someone had a T-shirt there that had the old school Lions logo, and it said "Rebuilding since 1956." And I, I know here you guys are used to it, but I just thought that was so funny. Oh, yeah. That's no lie. That is it, man. Yeah. But you can't not like the Lions. They never bother anyone, and they got great uniforms. You know. All right, so with Julia, let's grab Julia and talk yes. about that welcome cocktail. She's over, she's back over there, Why like over there? holding Patrick court somewhere. And uh, so, Jamie, you're, you're tasting the one. You're taking. You're I'm, I'm year finally year. into the twelve year. Yes. So, what, what is your palate telling you about the um, It's it's warm. It is definitely it's it is definitely warm. Oh, she went downstairs. Oh, she All right, maybe we won't talk to Julia. So Julia, oh, no, she, we will. She, we lost she, her. She did it old-fashioned. Yeah. Uh, with the, <laughs> yeah. The actual, the As, uh, tonight, yeah, yeah. For, for the Man Cave Happy Hour tonight, we're at uh, the Butter Run Saloon in St. Clair Shores. Got to say thank you to Dave, thank you, Dave. from the Butter Run Saloon. Fantastic story about the Butter Run Saloon. It used to be called it used to be called Grissom's for a long time, and it was there's this I wanted Dave to sit down. I'm like Dave, when we're doing the podcast, you should sit down and tell a story. And he's like, Yeah, no, no, I'm gonna make a butter run. And I'm like, All right. So, but his family has this wonderful story about how when he was a little kid, I mean, like you know, way back because he's our age and I'm like I'm in my mid fifties. So, when he was a little boy. Mom was when you were are like a twinkle in an eye still, but mom would say, "All right, we're making. You gotta go get groceries. We, we're missing this. We're missing that. You gotta go go to the grocery store. Go to the grocery store." So they're off on a butter run, picking up butter and milk and bread and whatever. And so dad would go, "Okay, oh wow, oh honey, I'll go get it. You keep doing." And so they would go out on a butter run, and they would. End up at the bar, <laughs> and they started calling. Going and then to mom would be like, "God damn it, where are those boys?" And then they would send the kids. Dave, when he was like a tiny tot, they're like, "You know where he is? Go get your father." And so they would go, and they would say, "Hey, dad, mom says to come home," <laughs> and it was always interrupting the butter run. So it was the family. So it became code with their family. It was like always the butter run, and it, that meant let's let's That's go awesome. have let's go have cocktails. That is so cool. Um, yeah, and so I thought there was some like you know, crazy bootlegging scheme behind. No, it's just getting away from your wife. It's about as basic as you could get. Because there's a lot of bootlegging stories in Detroit, and I was really hoping for one. But it was like no, nah, ditching my wife and having a beer. Um, so it's fantastic. But he like served up some fantastic orders. Oh, yeah. And the food here was good, and the food downstairs is great. And it is. It, it, it is a great place. And uh, very. And Brian, you guys have treated us very, very well tonight. 
Oh no, we um, look. We appreciate. It. I appreciate Dave, and I mean, this place is awesome. Yeah, it's I, I mean, this is like the perfect. I, I the only thing that's missing here is cigars. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, well, that's I, the I, other part of Man Cave that uh, we haven't got to. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But you're you're oh, a native here. Uh, well, I'm living here now. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you yeah. Sorry, we do cigar ventures here and there. We'll, well here, so here's one of the things one. I, I did, like, and you guys are invited. You guys are all invited. I'm, yeah, we we'll let Patrick know as well. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're releasing our rye, and we're doing the world premiere for that at a place in Ann Arbor called Cirrus. Okay. So it's a cigar lounge and barbecue. Perfect. So the so and I'll invite Dave. Everyone can can come, and that's on March second. Yeah. And so it's going to be this. Uh, it'll be a cocktail. It'll be our 81. It'll be our 107, and it'll be our rye. And we're premiering it no matter what. Okay. So, uh, you know. <laughs> if I'm there's not, labels I, on the bottles or not. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not going to get into detail there, but serious. Um, I think we all know. I think we already know. Yeah. We, we actually, we just got back from another, uh, we, we did one up in Lansing yes. at another distillery. And, and we got, we brought all the bottles we brought home. None of them had labels on it. Oh, we, exactly. were, we were writing the names on them with Sharpies. As yeah. we, because Rhyme. they were stuck without labels. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're waiting for their labels. Yeah. And uh, so I have these bottles, and like at a Super Bowl party, and people came over and they're like, What's this? And I'm like, I don't know. Hold it up to the light. Let's look at the Sharpie. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> Did it have the masking tape and, yeah. the, yeah, <laughs> and the ink? Yeah. Oh, no, oh, totally. They seen it either. But yeah, so it was, um, <laughs> it's, it's astounding the, the hoops you have to jump through to get um, a, a, a mix. Or a, a one of your bourbons approved. It's it's really it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So and everything starts with what they call the cola. So that's what you send into the feds, right. you know, the TTB office. And so the way that process works is, you know, it's not just us. It's it's Brown Foreman's until sure. like it, everything has to be approved through there. And then you also have to prove, you know, what your you you, you especially with a bourbon. You have to prove that what you say is there is actually there. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. And so, um, you know, and with the shutdown, I mean, they're literally thousands of labels behind. So, uh, you know, including ours, you know. Um, but, you know, it, it, it is what it is, you know. And, uh, you know, we're... Uh, well, you know, we're just gonna. We have a great rye, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you have the one oh seven. You have the eighty one. Yep. And now the twelve year came out in February here, um, and then the rye is coming out in March. We're hopefully. hoping. Yeah, March with, April. With all, yeah. all with God willing and labels behind you, March you're gonna have a rye out. Is there is there plans beyond that, or are three of them good? Oh yeah. For no, now, we're gonna con- we're gonna continue what's, to grow. Uh, what's uh, what's in uh, R and D right now that's interesting to you? What's something that uh, is intriguing to you? Um, well, I love everything. Okay. You know, um, it, you know, Neil is from uh, uh, Neil's family is from Sicily. Oh. So, uh, in our um, uh, our investment team that that we brought in has a retail background, and they're from Buffalo. And so their name is Danulo. They came from Italy. So there is um, Grappa is very you know popular over there, as is Limoncello. And so we're looking at uh, creating a Grappa. Uh, again, using a unique process, um, starting with flavor that isn't necessarily grappa. Sometimes is compared to jet fuel, and that's not always a great tasting note. Okay. So we're trying to sort of work on some, you know, really creative ways to uh, uh, to create grappas and limoncellos and some other. We'll continue to, um, you know, to explore, you know, the the brown spirits because it's right. something that we're all passionate about and. You know, so far so good. So you said you're a red wine guy. Yes. Um, is there any thoughts about like doing like some 
you know, Angel's Envy does the, you know, some brandy barrel yes. finishing. Uh, are there, is there ideas because you're a, you're a wine guy? Are there any ideas yeah. about finishing in barrels like that? Yeah. So it's a great question. That we, it's just something we started to explore. Um, one of my favorite wines is uh, Phelps Insignia. Okay. And so uh, it's a great family. Um, you know, they're uh, they're in Napa. And uh, one of the organizations that we support um, is the Staglin Music Festival for Brain Health. And it's, it's um, and the Staglins create, uh, he's one of the few, he and his wife Sherry are one of the few uh, people to create 100 point wines. You know, I think they've done two or three. Uh, Cabernets and Chardonnays are, you know, sort of their thing. So when they did this event, um, I talked with the Phelps folks, Lynn Phelps, and also with Garen and Sherry and their winemaker about about doing exactly that, you know, taking our process and then seeing if the barrels can make a difference and we maybe come up with a whole new taste profile. So we're experimenting with all kinds of stuff. And, and, and when I say we, I'll talk to people and then I'll give it to the smart people on our team and then they figure it out and then I'll come back and take total credit on shows yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, right on. Perfect. <laughs> right on. Uh, Brian, thank you so much. Oh, thank you guys, I man. Just, uh, I still want I want Julia to come up. Yeah, but, I would. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, yeah, it might not might not work out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah definitely fire, come. We're gonna fire back up and, and talk to her if we will. But, yeah. Uh, but you guys, I can't thank you guys enough for inviting me. And this was exactly as you guys described. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, James. Thank yeah, you. you guys do an cheers. awesome job, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. That's right. Send that sound effects. Those sound effects are real. Cheers, man.